And so I would challenge the kids. <laughs> I swear to God, I would challenge the kids to downhill races, right? Of course. And then I would destroy them. Because I had so much momentum behind my 160-pound, 13-year-old body that I was just, like, gunning it and just beating people. And then I went through probably a two-year phase where I was convinced that I was an amazing sprinter. I was like, I'm I'm built for this. I'm a sprinter. The same ball in the making. Look at those fucking roses at a rouse. Holy dumb. What are you doing? Couldn't get it off. It's like soda. You have to pound this back. Wow, dude. That haircut? It's looking good. Who do you go to? All right, all right. So here's the story. Yeah. I'm looking like shit. Of course. As usual. We all do. It's quarantine. uh, I see my man Connor. It's me. It's me. uh, Connor gave me a haircut about what, like a month ago? A month ago. And Mikey goes, Connor, have you you ever given a haircut? And I go, he told me yes. So I like see, I'm like I'm in the bathroom now, and obviously like I'm already I'm like ready. My shirt's off, my hair's wet, and I see Connor from the corner of my eye looking at like a YouTube video on how to cut hair. And I'm like, dude, have you done this before? Shears in hand. He's like, not really. I'm like, oh my god, dude. It's a fact, dude. I mean, look, sometimes you gotta fake it till you make it. That's what I've been told. I've been faking it, and I've been making it. So have you? I'll, I'll, second haircut. <laughs> I'm, I looks like I'm doing pretty good. Well, you know, it's hard. It's like I have this really good barber. In uh, in in um, West Hollywood, he's amazing. Wow, he's amazing. I just want to say it's like seventy five dollars for a haircut, but you get a beer, you get a warm towel, and you get a good time. Really, they yeah. give you beers at yours? Is they not at yours? Well, okay. So here, my my friend Daniel, uh, shout out Daniel, uh, you're amazing. I love you, bro. Uh, he comes to my house anytime I want, even before COVID. The man would come to my house. Oh, that's pretty good. And uh, you know, he gives me a friend discount, and he always brings two bottles of wine. Does he really? Always. Every single How much does he charge? Can I time. ask how much he charges you for haircut? Uh, well, I get a friend fee. Okay. Um, $30. Y- y'all didn't hear that, but $30. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah you pay $30. Oh, uh, $30. I was whispering. But, no, yeah, it's just great. Yeah, I do pay. He pay he, I pay $30. Bucks, but it's a friend That's It's crazy. a friend, friend discount. But wait, two bottles of wine is like $12, $10, yeah. $20? Look, the, the man, the man does, good deal. The man does well for himself. It's a good deal. So yeah. today I brought a woe for us. And, and should uh, we explain how it's normally going to go? So mm-hmm. structurally, what we think is every week, one of us is going to bring something that we're struggling with that week. It's going to just be something that we haven't really talked about before. And together. maybe not even necessarily that week, just something we've been struggling In with general. through our 20s. Yeah. So, yeah, so, you know, um, and so today I'm bringing a woe of- Lay it on me. Comparison. Mm, okay. okay. Boom. Especially with social media, how it's- thriving right, right now you've right. got tiktok you've got instagram facebook sorry obsolete it's like, no, it's true. <laughs> but um yeah no i just feel like right now we're in an age where comparison is running rampant for a lot of people i yeah. know i fall um for that trap uh i compare myself to people it's something i've done my entire life and, and it's something that i struggle to get better at but you know it's something you try to is it um is it comparison in something specific or do you just look at somebody and say, okay, I want that life. I want to be them. I want that girlfriend or job or private jet. What is it? Yeah. So, um, for me personally, it started out when I met our friend group. So at first it wasn't even social media for me. At first it was, I moved to LA as an actor, right? You're from a small town. You're for, you're like, you've been living in a spot for at that time for me, 21 years 
where people were constantly telling me, Connor, you're amazing. Yeah. Connor, you're incredible. Connor, you're one of a kind. And you, you believe that. Fish. Yeah, you're, you're a big, a big fish, fish in a small in a pond, small pond yeah. dude. And then you move to a place like this where everyone is just like you. Surprise, everyone is out here creating, which is sure. amazing. Um, but also, everyone has big personalities. Everyone out here has something to offer and they have a light that could be brighter than yours, could be a little more dimmer than yours, but everyone has a very similar light. Yeah. And so I caught me off guard a bit. I I didn't think I was an incredible specimen, but right. I, I, I felt special. And so so you back back up for a second. So you come out to LA. Yeah. Right. You expect I'm gonna I'm gonna get here, I'm gonna take over the world. I'm talented, I'm good looking, whatever. You get here. And is it just immediately you see everybody else and you see the cars and you see the money or does it wear you down through attrition and through time? I think it's through time. Right. Uh, I'm not going to lie. When I first moved out here, on it, bro. Right. I felt so good. Yeah. I was, I, dude, I, it really did just start once I started getting closer to people. Yeah. But it's just because it's a flaw that I've always compared myself to the people that I want to be closer to in my life. It's just, it's just a natural thing. And I feel like, yeah. hopefully, I mean, I feel like a lot of people can relate to it. Um, but it is something that kind of drives me to not love the person I am. And which is unfortunate because I'm fucking great. I love you, dude. I, I, love, I love you, bro. I will say, so I always view LA like playing a game on hard mode. Right, mm. so if I'm back in Jersey in fucking Bumblefuck, Pennsylvania, Easy street, bro. if I'm in Louisiana, I'm looking at you, Louisiana. If I'm there, Louisiana. If I'm there, I can be a six, a five, and I don't feel like it. And the reason is this: I'm not saying that people from those places are that. It's just you're not constantly under the microscope mm -hmm. the way you are here, mm -hmm. right? If you're in LA, you are expected to have that lifestyle. You're expected to succeed in the same way as your yeah. friends. And it's not easy, right? But like playing a game on hard mode, I think that being out here makes you better, especially when you go back. Absolutely. And that's the thing too is every time I have gone home, I go home and I remember that yeah. I am what I came out to be and you are who you want to be. Right. So – and I, I think it makes total sense. I guess my main question is, have you ever compared yourself to me? Have you ever? Absolutely not. Can I be honest? Absolutely not. Come on. You must have looked at me. I got some things. Yeah, show, show me, Mikey. I got some things. Yeah, I got I got a lot of money. Oh, yeah. I got um, a girlfriend. It's <laughs> probably the only thing I got for me, honestly. Yeah. It's probably, once, <laughs> once she's gone, that's it. Man. That's I'm, it, I'm, bro. I'm You're toast. Cooked. <laughs> that, that goose. Look. Cooked. Uh, um, uh, Look, I, dude, I'm I I haven't compared myself to you because I'm way better. It's just no. Right. I, like, why would you? Yeah. No, why would you? You don't want to feel worse about yourself. That's the thing is I I don't think I ever have compared myself to you, Mikey. But that's I think extremely it's extremely rude, by the way. <laughs> are you better? You better take that as a compliment, bro. Is it? I feel like it's such an insult. I want to be the guy that people are like, oh yeah, Mike. Like, I can never compare myself to him. Oh, like that'd be amazing. Yeah, like, yeah, I want to yeah. hit that point. You got right? a lot to work on. But I think that I'm not at that point yet. So I need people to be like, oh, Mike, like, he's, he's not there yet, but he's doing well. Like, I want to be like, Mike. <laughs> I think for me, what it is, it's like I compare myself mainly to the people that I feel like I'm in a competition with. Mm -hmm. You, I've never felt like I'm in a competition with you because like, you and I, one, we're not pursuing the same thing. Right. Two, um, you know, like – you and I are actually very similar, like when it comes to our personalities, for the most part. Like, right. I, I look at, you, I mean, 
I don't ever look at anybody lesser than me. My brain doesn't have that mode, but I, I, I 100% do. Well, I, and I, I believe that. I look around for that. <laughs> I know you do. I know that's a fact. We can get into that in a sec. But my brain does not go into that gear. My brain goes into the gear of always thinking I'm lesser than everyone else. Right. And so, but I look at you and I look at our friend group as all equal. And so, like, that's what's really special to me is because, I don't know, I just feel really, like, but I vibe with y'all. Hold on, hold on. Calling you out, Connor Stoops. I'm calling you out. Mikey B, are you calling me out right now? Well, here's the thing. When you started talking about comparison, and oh, here's, I'm going to no. therapize you, right? You're going to tell me, me your problem. Right. I'm going to therapize you because okay. I am fit to give advice to fit? other, other adults. Fit. That's the only way. Fit. So I'm unfit for <laughs> almost everything. When you started talking about it, I feel like I'm not in a competition. I was thinking like, would I ever be in a race or any sort of competitive sport? It doesn't fit me. Does not fit Doesn't you. Fit. Absolutely not. So I'd think about that one. Here's how I here's how I compare. Here's how I'm breaking it down. When you started this, you said that you you started to compare yourself to your friend group around you. Sorry, I did say that. You caught me. I got him. <laughs> Voice. I got him. We're coming in. Um, okay. So, and that's and that's where I should have differentiated. It goes into the the part where I was saying like you and I we're not going for the same thing. Right. Success. Success. I'm just like way ahead. You're way ahead of me. Yeah. It's not close. But I'm catching up, baby. Not but fit no. for marathons. I'm more, of a, <laughs> I'm more of a sprinter. The man loves long naps. Do you know that I used to think, quick aside, I used to think when I looked at myself, back up, <laughs> gym class comes, right? We used to have this big hill in gym class. Oh, massive It was hills. a big hill. And we used to do relay races where you're supposed to run up the hill. Now, that's not for me, right? I'm not an uphill runner. Absolutely. Definitely not an uphill runner. But I'm a downhill runner. And so I would challenge the kids. <laughs> I swear to God. I would challenge the kids to downhill races, right? Of course. And then I would destroy them. Because I had so much momentum behind my 160-pound, 13-year-old body that I was just like gunning it and just beating people. <laughs> and then I went through probably a two-year phase where I was convinced that I was an amazing sprinter. I was like, I'm this. I'm built for this. I'm a sprinter. You're same ball in the making. Yeah, I was like, Mom and Dad, I have to tell you something. Your son is a sprinter. And they're like, what? which son? We got three others. Not you. <laughs> like, definitely not you. That's so funny. That makes me remember a time because I, I was as well. I was a fat. I was a fat kid. I didn't use the word fat. I'm using the word fat. <laughs> no. Um, so I was definitely a fat kid, and I remember I tried football one year in third grade. Did you? You only played one year? You look like you could be a football player. I, I played football for only one year. I was a baseball player mainly in my life. But um, I, I played football for one year because I wanted to try it. Oh, my gosh. This is reminding me of two stories now. I'll make them really quick. Um, but <laughs> the first story is we had to do six inches. Do you know what six inches is? It's when you lay on your back. I, trust me. I don't. <laughs> if you ask me what four and a half is, I can tell you that. This but. man knows what a three and a halfer looks like, but maybe four and a half. Who six knows? inches. I six inches. I haven't heard that term in a long That's time. That's a mystical number. <laughs> but six inches is when you lay on your back and you raise your legs up, and you're using your core to keep them up. And so in football, if we uh, didn't do it, we had to go run laps until oh, the man. last laps. person put their legs down. I threw up. Did you? Yeah, bro. I was one of the first kids to lower oh my, my legs. I would throw up from how much I had so to did run. So you, did you lower your legs early? Like were you – Oh, yeah. I was, uh, yeah, my, my core, not strong. Yeah, Till this day, still not that strong. Dude, wait. That is amazing that you played football. I didn't know that. You didn't know I played football? But you played around the same time that I played. The glory days, as I call them. <laughs> third grade. Were you in third grade, you said? Yeah, third grade. I was in third grade. Right? I was a big boy. Yeah. And we used to have something called uh, weigh-ins, which <laughs> – Wayne's, 
not my. But like this man's a linebacker. Yeah. Clearly, they're not linemen, dude. You got, first of all, bench warmer. If I could get on the field, <laughs> linemen. <laughs> Uh, and so the weigh-in, I'm, I'm realistically about a buck forty at this point. I'm like thirteen, right? Is that whole third? You said one sixty for thirteen a couple minutes right, ago. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm between the two. Right. I'm between the two, and I am um, getting weighed in. And the official weight that you're allowed to be is one thirty, and I'm one forty. And before the official weigh-ins with the refs, my coach would make me weigh in with him. And he would weigh me, and then he would try to take away my pads so that I wasn't over the official weight. And then he'd be like, all right, go take a dump in the bathroom, right? See if you could, like, throw up. Do whatever you can. Shut up. Swear to God. He'd be like, go try to throw up. If that doesn't work, take out some pads. And probably 10 different times, he would weigh me in and then look at me on the scale and be like, you got to lose more. I think I got to 131 or 132, and I go out there, and it's pouring rain, and everyone gets weighed in, and I'm last. I'm like the one they try to, like, sneak in, right? Maybe the refs are just tired of doing their job. I get onto the scale. Everyone's crowding around. It's like the stadium's not there for the game. They're there for the weigh-in, right? They're all watching. <laughs> they're all watching me. And I step on the scale, and the number we're looking for is 130. And mm. I'm at? 162. 132. <gasps> you were close. And I looked at the ref. Oh and he looked God. at me, and he goes, I'm sorry. You're 132 pounds. You cannot play this game. Oh, my God, And I said dude. to him, Please. I've just taken out every shoulder pad and every pad that I have. I just took the biggest shit just, of my life. I took the biggest dump that I could possibly muster up in these bones. Yeah, of course. Let me play. <laughs> and the coach takes him to the side. He talks to him. I can only imagine that conversation went something like, he's really fat, I know, but you got to let him play. <laughs> he, sl- he slides him like 500 bucks. He's like, hey, please, dude. He's our biggest man. He's we like, need him. We need him on the line. <laughs> and so the ref comes back and he's like, you can play ball, son. And he lets me play. And I broke seven kids' ankles that day. I was too fat. I just landed on a- <laughs> <laughs> I just landed. Why took him out. That's like a movie, bro. Took him out. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. I love that, Mikey. It was- uh, That's incredible. Dude, I don't know if Did weight you- growing up, like you talk about comparison. When you are 13 years old and weigh more than your parents, uh, it's it's like- <laughs> You weigh and, more than your house in general. Yeah. It's just, it's tough, right? Yeah, of bro. course, you're going to look at yourself like, what's going on with me? Does that I'm, still affect you? Like, let's talk about it now in your 20s. How does it how does it affect you now? So I think that it would probably be helpful to just like step back, right, for a second. And on a wider scope, right. I think as men, we are taught that if we compare, it makes us weak. And if we're weak, then we are weak. Yeah. Right? Like we don't want to show signs of vulnerability because we don't think it's attractive. We don't think it's masculine. And part of this podcast, I think you would agree, is challenging that sense of masculinity. Exactly. Yep. 100%. We're not really that tough. Right? We are we're, not. We're not that masculine. <laughs> we're a couple softies. We're so soft. I'm wearing pink right now. I don't know if that is a weird thing to say. I don't hope I don't get canceled. I'm wearing pink. I cried to my girlfriend last night because my computer wasn't working. I recorded myself crying for 30 minutes in my car last week. Did you? Yes. What else did you do in your car, by the way? You mentioned something else when you were feeling a little... It was it that I ate six dozen donuts? Oh my God. Not six dozen. Sorry, that I ate half a dozen donuts? Okay, I thought that's it. Oh, wait. Oh, but like in like a span of like a couple days? Or, oh, a couple hours. Couple In a couple hours. Uh, let's just say a span of like maybe six minutes. I'm averaging a donut a minute at this point. Yeah, at that point, you're not even tasting the donuts. No. You're like You're like a- I'm sobbing you're, in my you're, car, stuffing my face, You're bro. like toucanning them. You're like dropping them down your fucking gullet. No. It was not good. I felt so nauseous afterwards. I felt like I felt like 13-year-old Mike. Do you know what I would pay for, by the way? That security cam footage. 
would, what, if, what if I make an OnlyFans of me eating half a dozen donuts? You'd probably make a sick amount of money. You would die in like people, three years. There are people that love watching YouTubers eat food. Oh, really? Shoving it down their belly. I forget what it's called. There's mukbang. A t- it's called mukbang. <laughs> what is that? By the way, mukbang? Is that he knew right away. That was kind of... It's, it's kind of a thing, right? It's mukbang is a thing. But besides the mukbang, yeah, I ate half a dozen donuts in my car. Was it just like a rough Tuesday morning? It was a rough Tuesday morning. But okay. let's talk about you, Mike. <laughs> Mikey B. Okay, Enough so, about the dozen donuts. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. That was just an important tangent. <laughs> yeah, I needed very to important. clarify if we're comparing ourselves. I'm never going to have a girlfriend ever again. <laughs> yeah, right? But uh, anyway, so yeah, I, I think the comparison started early for me. Um, uh, 13, obviously, like when you're a heavy 13-year-old, you're always comparing yourself to people. Look, I would look at kids and be like, damn it, they're way more athletic. They know how to talk to yeah. girls more. They are smarter than me. Like, you compare in everything, but you internalize it. Intelligence was always something I really? compared myself. My, my brother and my sister, dude, my, my brother, valedictorian of his class in high school. My sister, runner-up valedictorian. My sister in college, uh, she was the uh, commencement speaker. What's the name for last place? A loser. That was That was me. That was me. But continue. So I'm going to give you a quick horrifying story. I'm in Mr. Jones's class, the sixth grade science. Oh, man, this sounds terrible. Now, a little thing you should know about Mr. Jones, great guy. Always had problems with squirrels in his house. I don't know why. (laughs) The man loves Quick aside. (laughs) um, Mr. Jones one day moseys into class, and he's carrying a super heavy scale. Interesting. How heavy? It's one of those big, like— doctor's office scales that are really painstakingly slow as you find the exact number. And so Mr. Jones goes, guys, today we're going to be worrying and, 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 and working on density. So what we're going to do is we're all going to stand in front of the class and get on the scale and weigh ourselves. <laughs> oh, and then everyone's no, going to jot down their weight and we're going to put it in order and see who has the most density. And I'm like, this can't even be a real science experiment. <laughs> like there's no way. So I'm freaking out, right? Cause now I'm sixth grade. I'm aware enough to know that this is going to be bad for me. Right. <laughs> I I go to Mr. Jones behind the scenes. I'm like, hey, Mr. Jones, like, just so you know, like, I this experiment, I heard that density doesn't work like this. And he's like, uh, what? I'm like, no, density. Like, I Googled it. Like, it doesn't work like that. Like, scales don't do that. <laughs> and he's like, son, you're getting on that scale, and I'm going to weigh you in front of all your peers. I'm sorry. Bro. I swear to God, this is a real story. Mr. Jones, you could call him up today. Great guy. Made me look terrible, though. And so... You had, you had cute Sarah over there who's been eyeing you up all year, ready to just pounce on well, now you. Now she's ready to look at my density, apparently. <laughs> Jesus Christ, all she's going to know me as. Hey, 157 dense over here. You know for a fact they wrote about you in the uh, the, the, the books oh, after that I'm one. Down, I went down in history. <laughs> Mr. Jones class, highest weight. It's like I hit the freaking the game that goes and hits the, the carnival <laughs> game. Yeah, I dung it. Um, anyway, so I'm like, I don't want to do that. Mr. Jones like, I don't feel comfortable. And he's like, you got to do it. It's the only way to learn. Right. And at this point, I'm like, learn density or learn to shame myself for being fat. <laughs> and so he makes me get on the scale. And here's the only difference. Everyone goes on the scale. They all get weighed, right? Nice numbers, clean numbers, 110, 115, 120, whatever you are. Good, fine. great average numbers. A great number. And then I don't even know how this works in the density, but he's, he's writing this down. Then I get up there. It's like, again, everyone's watching. I think that's a theme in my life. When I'm getting weighed in, people are looking. They're curious. <laughs> I've seen Mikey step on the scale uh, a couple times. I, it's like an event. It's like, it's just all tickets. We all place bets. A lot, I've made $500 from guessing Mikey's weight. It's always the over. <laughs> and so I, uh, I'm getting ready to step on the scale. And as I'm about to step on the scale, Mr. Jones, my hero, stops. And he goes, Mike, wait. And I go, yes, Mr. Jones? 
And he goes, I'm going to make everyone turn around so they don't see your weight. Class, turn around. I feel like that's almost worse. Mike doesn't want you to see how much he weighs because he's ashamed. <laughs> he, said, he said that you were ashamed. Connor, I swear on my life. Oh my God. That to my recollection, recollection, he used the word ashamed. And I, I stepped on the scale and everyone had to turn around and now they're like peeking. And that I'm was laughing, it. of it course. Was, there were giggles. It was a rough year. Do you feel like that's where comparisons kind of started? Well, like, of course, right? Because that's like, that's as literal a comparison as you can get. Yeah. Getting your weight shot. That shouldn't even be legal, mm-hmm. by the way. Mm-hmm. Especially because jokes aside, bro, like you're in sixth grade. That shit sticks with me. I'm 27 years old now. Yeah. I still think about that story. I still think about getting in front of this classroom of people and having to weigh myself. It's, it makes me feel horrible yeah. for every kid out there that's like doesn't like the way they look and, and starts comparing. And it starts so early, man. Like we are, we start comparing so young, and it sucks. And it's even not younger fair. now, dude. Now that social yeah. media is a massive role in the lives of every dude. I have a six-year-old, seven-year-old niece. Yeah, maybe she's eight now. I don't. I've been. She's I've been in age? LA. I've been in LA for a while, and I haven't really seen her. She's so like, I'm sixteen. Now. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh shit. No, but um, bro, she from the age of two knew how to work an iPad. Two. Yeah. So which leads to Talented, eventually when you're five, six, seven, getting on hopefully not, but if your parents allow you to be on Instagram, like that's yeah. you, you know, no. that's when that's when stuff can start that early. We're all so susceptible now. And even like I've in the past couple of years of being in LA, even though social media started when we were in we were like new. ninth grade, yeah. maybe yeah. ninth grade. We had like Facebook. I mean, I'm older than you, but Facebook, MySpace. I only had Facebook to start. Okay, yeah, I had Facebook to start as well, but Instagram didn't really start kicking off till I was in like ninth grade, and so I had like a four year gap, yeah. eight, maybe a six year gap of not really. Compared. I really started when I moved to LA. Started seeing my friends thriving on social media. Started seeing my friends um, going on set on social media. Started seeing my friends do this. Do this. So do you think that kids? That? Do you think kids are doing that right now? Though, do you think that like oh, comparison yeah. starts in this digital world super early? It's so funny that you what said. What do you compare? By the be, way, what do I compare? No, like what is a young? If I'm eight years I'm old, I'm sure young kids, young girls especially, are probably comparing their bodies or their face, or, or like I'm in Disneyland and they're not. Like whatever. I shit. think it starts off a body. I think now. I mean, from what yeah. I've like. Red and what I've seen is just like a lot of people now, uh, apparently from, I and I listen to, Mike, you can contest, I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan, so I hear a lot of these statistics. Well, he's from coming his, on the show next week, by the way. Yeah, Joe Rogan's on the, on the podcast I'm next week. On, thank, you, thank you, thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. No, but I've heard that like, especially for young women, suicide rates are up so high. Really? For younger Jeez, women since in the past four years because of social media. You are constantly constantly mm. worrying about how you look because society's told you you have to. Mm-hmm. And guys too, by the way. Yeah, well, especially, yeah. yeah. But if you are on social media, if you're on Instagram where everything's filtered and it's not real, even eight-year-olds are probably fucking like, all right, do I use uh, sepia tone? Do I use like XY filter? Like, By the way, sepia tone is uh, for the old flip phoners out yeah, there. What? Is that, oh, is that not a thing anymore? <laughs> I don't think it's a thing. You know thing. what? I don't think sepia is a thing you should, That should be good. That's just I don't use filters. This is, <laughs> this is, the sepia tone's not doing much. Anyone have like, uh, what's the one that you could edit all of you? Can we talk about that oh, one? Oh, Facetune, bro. Facetune. By the way, it does your body too. It does it all, man. And, but that's it? but that's no, I've never used it. But that's the thing is, a lot of people freaking use it, dude, and it it blows my mind. Um, so how does it work? Can you explain? Because I know that you can edit your like your face or your body or whatever. But is it? Do you use? Do people go right? Girls, guys, whatever. 
they like put on makeup or they like fix their face up, shower, do their hair. Then they take an Instagram picture. Do they then use a filter and then Facetune? Yeah, a lot of people start off with the filter, then they go into Facetune. Who is it by the end? Who do you end with? A completely different person. Dude. Sounds great. I'm in. <laughs> How do I sign, sign up? Mikey up? Get this guy. Sponsor get this, my Facetune. Facetune, please sponsor us. Just kidding. Sorry, um, but no, dude. It, it's it's so crazy because it really is. It is a crazy social media is so good. Yeah, but it's also so bad. It is literally. It's like an equal balance because it can launch people's careers. Yeah. I just went to I just went to the uh Triller compound the other day too. Name drop. They are doing so well for themselves, man. And what is Triller? Uh Triller is another app. It's like TikTok. Um but it kind of like randomly edits you dancing and so like it 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 creates random stuff but like It's crazy. Um these TikTokers, bro, are doing so well. And it's so amazing because it's like it all started pretty much with Vine, if you remember. But these people are doing really well for themselves. And that's what social media can do. And if you use it the right way and you yeah. can kind of branch out of the comparison, then you're great. You can you can you can use social media for your fucking like you can everything. You, it everything. creates you. it's it, in a way, it's weird. Like we use it to create who we are, and you have complete control over it, right? I think in a in a way, actually. What's really fascinating, I'm just thinking about this now, is yeah. we are who other people see us as in some ways, right? Like, obviously, you've heard the quote, you know, you are not how you see yourself and you are not who, who, how everyone else sees you. Like, you're somewhere in the middle. Um, but you get to recreate who you are and you get your own fresh identity. Now, whether or not you're that person when people meet you, totally different story. But, but that's that's the thing, too, man, is like you can have those people that you compare yourself that are completely fake, but you don't realize that they're fake, that they're lying about everything that they have going for them. I mean, not. I would. I would no, hope that yeah. a majority of people aren't doing that, but I know that there are people who do do that. Dude, I met a girl. I think you may. You might have introduced me to her. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna use her name, but I met her in person. First of all, I saw her videos. Like she's super charismatic, right? Yeah. Really charming, fun, bubbly, whatever. Met her in person, and she couldn't hold the conversation. <sighs> it was just like nothing. I was like, if if I take out my iPhone, are you gonna just turn on like a switch? What's going mm-hmm. on up there? And. It's just a different identity. It's a different identity, dude. And you never know what's going on behind the scenes. A lot of people, we all, we really all, whether you like to admit it or not, we all compare ourselves to other people. It's just a natural human thing to be doing. But I want to ask you something else because you said something that's really interesting, which is social media can be either incredible or horrible, right? Have you seen The Social Dilemma yet? Yes, I have. Do you know, for everyone listening, I imagine that you've seen it. If you're not, you're probably too old. Again, we said this last week, leave the podcast. Get out of here, you 30-year-olds. We're looking at you. You know they have verification code? (laughs) Can we get an age (laughs) check, please? It's like, you know how they do, like, are you a robot? It's like, are you over 35? (laughs) You sick fuck. Are you over 35? Get off our podcast. I'm looking at you. Get off. I, um... If, if, you, if you haven't seen The Social Dilemma, it's a podcast. It's a um, it's a Netflix documentary. Whoa. It's a Netflix documentary. <laughs> and it just shows the plight of social media. And one thing that it focuses on, one of its theses, is that social media is either utopia or it is hell. Yeah. Right? It has the mm. most incredible opportunity, but it also takes away parts of ourselves that we may never get back. And you highlighted on that, which is so true. It's like you can create this identity and it can give you an entire – existence, a life, a job, a girl, whatever you want, right? Can be yours through just like understanding and manipulating this this digital landscape. So true. But, and what we want to talk about is what's the cost of that? Mm. 
what's the cost of this this insane power? Like what what's it look like if you are not that? Right? Like for example, Connor Stoops, I'm sure, just like me, just like most of the people listening, you'd love to get paid millions of dollars to be an influencer. You bet right? your booty. But you're not. No. So like what does that feel like? It's gotta fucking suck at some point. Like you're for your it has to it's gotta it's gotta suck at some point. Well here's the thing. It doesn't suck for everybody because there are people who, and it's so hard. I was just talking to my friend uh, the other day. It's so hard to realize that a lot of what we feel and a lot of what we are is in just Los Angeles. Like right. we're in a bubble. We are, we are in a bubble. We forget what the rest of the world is like. You really truly do. And for those of you right. who don't live out here, you really won't understand until you come out here. But you are so trapped into a bubble that you don't realize um, – what the rest of the world is going is up to. And so a lot of people out there don't compare themselves the way that we compare ourselves right. to social media people. They might compare themselves to their friends that they see on social media. But for people like me, people like a couple of our other friends, we are someone who is trying to get to a social status right. where we can be making money like that and be creating content. So when you are someone who's striving for that but are not that quite yet, it can be hard. Because some of your friends right. are those creators who are making that money, who are doing the things that you want to be doing. And at the same time, you can be so excited for them. But there's still that part of you that you are like, you're sitting there and you're like, okay, okay, when is it my turn? When is it my turn? And that's when the comparison really starts to roll in because you're like, this person has this. I don't have this. What right. am I doing wrong? What did this person do right? Yeah. But also, how can this person be? I'm not general. I'm, I'm I'm generalizing. How can this person be so mean, but still but get so, whatever they want? And then well, I'm over here trying to be the best person I can. It's like that's, that's why it, it all. But that's why I was gonna say like that's why when I see someone mean who's really successful, I just try to tear them down. You know, if someone's really mean, <laughs> if someone's really mean, you know, I'm in the comment section as anonymous Mike one two seven. Wait, wait. If, that name is familiar. I've seen him comment a lot of my. Well. He's a guy I know. He's a guy. Oh, it's not you. It's not okay, it For a second, I was me. like, that guy comments on all of my TikToks. Well, he's a mean guy. He's, he's a, terrible. He's, if you know who it is, commented. let me know. I'm going to look up and see if I can do some digging for us Thank on you. Who, this, uh, who this anonymous mic was. We got to figure this out because right now, I, I, I'm, I, I need to know. My, my soul needs to know. But my point is like, I love to tear these people down because it's interesting. If you want to see the world be unfair, just go on TikTok. Just go on and see people that have millions of followers that are probably kind of shitty people and are making so much money. Dude, before, and I know you're going to disagree with me. But I am going to disagree with you, but fast. go ahead. Before I worked where I work now, I worked as an agent, like representing social media talent from TikTok, yeah. Instagram, whatever. Got like brand deals. I worked at a, a pretty big agency. Let's just say I was, uh, I was crushing it. You were probably a fucking stud. I was an assistant. I was an assistant. Oh. I was, I was, I was, but I saw people getting, and I was getting brand deals yeah. for people that was just like, like mid five figures, like 30, 40, 50 K. And you know, it, it was awesome, but it just makes you jealous. And these were amazing people, right? They were great people, but the numbers that they're making are just like, wow, like I want that. Yeah. And so- I got super jealous. And I was like, I'm going to make a TikTok too. And then I made a TikTok video and then I got like zero views and just uh, this anonymous Mike started commenting me. It was a whole shit show. This man, we got to, we got to, if you know who he is, 
please. Let me know. Call Mikey's number at one four three five. Um, no, you get my point though. It's, I get your you point. You see the numbers people are making, and you get jealous, right? And um, <clears throat> it's just an unfair world. If but like. where where I get where I get to that point, and I'm gonna say like when it comes to saying like you're you're saying you should tear those people down. I don't know. I don't think that we should be tearing those people down because I'm half kidding. I'm half right, kidding. I know you're half kidding. I know you're half kidding, but um. I think a lot of those people, even though they can be dicks to certain people, but also some of those people are incredible humans. They have a goal and a dream just like you do, just like I do. I think that they deserve everything that they're getting. And if karma is a real thing and they are a bad person, it'll come It'll come to them. But Call me karma. Mikey B, you're coming for him. No, but I mean like – it's super true. I think I think all these people really do deserve what they've got. These people yeah. who are thriving on TikTok deserve it. They work hard. Yeah, they no, it, it is. work hard, bro. They push for content yeah. every day. We have a friend who's just like he's a great TikToker and he's blown up this past year. And I, I love him to death, but he is so unbelievably like shameless. <laughs> he like, really is. He's shameless. He posts whatever he wants he, and doesn't. Care Dude, what people think. He did a video. I helped him film a video. I was fishing, right? I'm a fisherman. The man fishes. And I fish with him. Connor's my fishing partner. I'm fishing and, and our friend comes and he's like, hey, can you help me film a TikTok? <laughs> and then I'm like, sure, whatever. So I put down my pole. He's there. And then he's like, all right, here's the TikTok. Just film me and I got it. I'm like, all right, camera's rolling. And he goes, what's up, guys? It's blah, blah, blah. And yabba dabba do y'all. One, two, three, one, two, three. <laughs> and then I was like, dude, what is, what is that? It's like, oh, it's the new, it's the new meme. Yabba dabba do, y'all. One, two, three. I'm like, bro, like, that can't do, that can't be a thing. He's like, what do you mean? It's viral already. I'm like, bro, you didn't even upload it. How did you actually get that online? Yeah. And it's got like 20 million views. <laughs> it's insane. And it's just, you have to be able to be so shamelessly yeah. like ready to, to hop on trends. But you also and- need that confidence. And yeah. that's what's insane to me. Because I, I'm not going to lie, so far in these podcasts, you got. We're, we're starting this podcast at a time that Connor Stoop is kind of going through some shit. Yeah. Not gonna lie to y'all, yeah. but um, I you can you can even ask that friend. Whenever I first started posting on social media, in are the you past on TikTok? Two years, I am on TikTok. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I am on TikTok. Um, I at first was posting before TikTok started blowing up. I was posting constantly, and I was coming up with ideas. I was thriving. My ideas, my creativity was just flowing. Right. But then the more and more I started, bro, I started comparing myself even more. Were you not getting the likes you were looking for? No, it's not, I was getting the likes I was looking for. Oh, I was still, just, I, I was a hot shot. But I also was just comparing myself so much to other people. I was like, their idea was better than mine. All right, fine. That first one, whatever. Their idea is better than mine. Their idea is better than mine. Well, the more and more, the more it starts to roll, the more and more and more you want to stop. I've also had the times where I just, I'm not feeling confident. And so my creativity is just lacking. I'm going yeah. through a complete writer's block right now. And that goes beyond TikTok. That goes beyond content. Like even like I'm trying to write a script with my friend and that has just had a complete standstill. We, we started it two years ago. And at first we were really, really writing. But right. the past year yeah. and a half, dude, I've just been going through my shit. And your creativity just turns off. Well, it's because you're questioning all exactly. the, even when we talk yes. like here at a podcast or whether I'm at my job or on a call, like it doesn't matter. If you are not feeling confident, it is unbelievably obvious. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. just like you in every aspect everything. of your life. But yeah. when you're confident, when you hit that like, I'm on fire, I'm fucking amazing streak. You're coming up with ideas. It doesn't matter if they're good or not because you will put a level and you'll instill this confidence in them that will make them good. It's yeah. like talking to 
someone who's unattractive who's like, yeah, I'm super attractive. I'm way better than everybody else. And you're like, whoa, I'm going home with you. You know, (laughs) it's just, you're you're psyched about the confidence. And TikTok is like the, uh, you know, it could be that ugly partner that you're taking home or it could be that 10. It's all about how you Amen, dude. Amen. So you're taking home threes lately. I'm taking home threes. I'm taking home threes a lot lately. At least you're taking them home. Hey, come on. <laughs> Thank you. That's not nothing. Thank you. Throw a couple threes. Hey, a couple threes is I'll a nine. I'll take that three. I'll take that three, that three. Add them up. I'm going for one more. Add them up. That's technically a 12. You, uh, My man's breaking the scale. 12 out of 10. Been there. Like old school Mikey. Broken some scales in my time. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, it's, it's so it's so true what you're saying, Mikey. Is like if, if your confidence is lacking, it's so, so prevalent. It's there. So you're not confident right now. Well, I, I'm working on it. You know, you should um, make TikToks just being like the unconfident Connor, right? Where cool. it's just like, hey, but that's guys, not the I'm fun Connor. Connor, dude. Yeah, but it's the one that can make some money, dude. You know how many people are unconfident yeah. that like just want to see Connor do things unconfidently? That's true. Like, but that's why I'm so. That's why I'm so like willing to be so open in these podcasts. I don't want people thinking right now. And this is unconfident Connor coming out. I don't want people to think that right. I'm just you know some insecure dude. I'm I'm telling these stories because I want you guys to have something to relate to. Because I feel like people. Yeah. Probably do have what they do, and if they don't, if they say no, they're lying. And also, we don't want you to think Connor is some insecure dude. We want you to know. Yeah, we want, we want it to be a fact. Oh, we yeah. want it to be pulled up on Wikipedia. If you're a, if you're like a big fan of the podcast, by the way, just text Connor your number and he'll call you late at night crying. Yeah, if you guys want to hear some uh, some tears come down, he'll be oh asking God. for advice. Anyway, oh. so yeah, so yeah. I, I would say that for me, I tried to get into the TikTok game. TikTok game, um, I compared. Too obviously for me it's different. For me it's like, why do I not post one video and have it blow up when everyone else seems to just like get millions of views after millions? Of I views? think that's because TikTok doesn't like you. It knows your past. It knows the scales. Yeah, well I've got a I've got I've got a shady past where I'll, I'll post a video and then I'll delete it if it doesn't get any views. <laughs> then I'll post. That's it again. actually apparently really bad for the algorithm. Oh, the algorithm does not like me. It's not my friend. But uh, but yeah, I would say for me the good that I've seen come from that world. Are you familiar with a guy called uh, Angry Reacts? I love that dude. Isn't he incredible? He's amazing. He just looks so angry. But he says the kindest, sweetest things ever. Yeah, he's like super nice. Bro. And at one point, he um, he said he was leaving TikTok, and I was genuinely sad because I only follow. I saw that video. You saw that one? I, saw, I know exactly. But by the end, he hustled you. He's like, yeah. nah, I'm here. <laughs> psyched. He psyched us out. I follow like four people. Angry Reacts is one of them. Uh, what, and, uh, what? Am I? I don't follow him. I actually genuinely don't follow you. You don't follow me, dude? I'm looking for more confidence. You follow Rob, don't you? I don't follow Rob either. I don't follow my friends. I don't want to see my friends. I see enough of them. Mikey doesn't want to see us succeed. No, I want to see That's where the comparison starts. I want to see angry reacts. Um, He's amazing. He was apparently homeless. Yeah, bro. Like living in his car. Mm -hmm. And um, now he's he's making probably so much money. And so that's the positive of- And that's what I'm talking about, bro. This social media can literally- Change, change your life. It can change your life if you go about it the correct way and you know who you are. And yeah. that's that's when this shit can fucking change everything for you. I want you to tell me, what is the biggest hit you've had on social media? Have you had anything that you're like, okay, this is my this is my way out. I did it. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna blow up now and I'm I'm in. Oh bro, the first viral video I had. I, I posted a viral video. I posted a video on TikTok in February of last year. It's what got me my following at first. Really? And, uh, yeah, bro. It got, How many followers do you have? Uh, I have almost a hundred thousand. That's good. A hundred thousand yeah. fools. Almost a hundred thousand fools. You're awesome. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. 
Gotcha. <laughs> Psych. <laughs> Got them all. <laughs> but um, so I posted it February of 2019. And I got 9.5 million views on it. You got 9.5 million views. 9.5 million views. Yeah. uh, If you guys want to look, it's at Connor Stoops on TikTok. A little plug there. Is that one of you with a bear or something? Yeah, it's the Valentine's Day video. Was that for a chick you were dating or was that fake? What's that? Were you dating someone? No, I wasn't dating anyone at that time. Nope. No one. I was not dating anybody at the time. Um, But then I just had my most recent one that went like viral was uh, I posted one at the beginning of covid uh, talking about toilet paper and how it was going like pretty much extinct. Oh, I, really? That's I played funny. like an old man and I played like a, a younger kid and I came and I knocked on the door. I was like, Grandpa? And he was like, Oh, what? What? And he's like, I was, I was playing upstairs in the attic and I, and I found this. And he's like, Oh, it's toilet and paper. He goes, son. What is that? He goes, What is it? And he goes, Oh, he goes, Wow, I haven't seen this since 2020. Is it toilet, <laughs> yeah. it's toilet paper? Yeah, and it's, a, it's just a roll of it's toilet paper. Just a paper. world of bidets. It, it got like it got like five hundred thousand views. That's pretty and good. Hundred thousand likes. Um, Damn, dude. Okay, so yeah, you've hit. I I, ha- I literally have had. Like I said, like that was one specifically. That one and the, yeah. those are the two that I've had. Other ones that I said will go viral and yeah. do really decent. But those are two that I yeah. knew while I was making them that they were going to do really well, and then they did really well. So here's here's my next question. What do you think you could do? To just compare less. Like, is there anything? That's what I was hoping we were going to get into because I was going to ask you the same thing. Um, and I would love to get your feedback sure, on yeah, that as well. Um, you really got to. So, do you per- believe in deleting your social media? Because you can't, right? Like, I, I, I don't. I personally don't believe in it right now because it's my goal to. I'm, I'm, I'm out here for acting. I'm out here to right. have fun. I like social media. Right. I'm you just got to learn how to harness I it. I just have to learn how to harness yeah. the power. And for a while, I was learning it. Um, I personally, you you have to be at peace with yourself. Yeah. Honestly, you got to stop to stop the comparison. You have to fall in love with yourself in an unconceited way. Um, partially, personally, a reason why I'm going home is because I want to fall in love with myself again. Right. Like I kind of touched base in in the last podcast. Um, you need to love yourself. You need to be confident. And there's a difference between cockiness and confidence. Confidence. Yeah is what radiates through your smile. Confidence is what radiates when you're telling someone, dude, I'm so fucking pumped for what you're doing or or this is what I'm doing. Right. But I want to hear what you're doing. Like you can be confident and not cocky. You- I've learned that people that are confident, by the way, so we live obviously for people that don't live in LA, which hopefully is a lot of you. Yeah. Um, you, like when you're in LA, everyone will always put their success on their sleeve. It's kind of, the move here, right? It's like, hey, yeah. look how good I am. I drive this car. I have this house. I live. You used the word compound before. You used I. I was at the compound, dude. What, what is it, the White House? You're at a compound for Bro, social media. Yeah, like what is it? Like, <laughs> it just doesn't make sense to me. So, if you are in a world like that, it is obviously really hard to not compare yourself to people. Yeah, but what man. I've learned is that the people are most that are most successful don't show that shit off usually they're like hold up in their own little private place in i don't know like saint tropez and they're just like hanging out and they're happy and they when you meet them they're like oh how are you that's so great like what are you doing because to them they're not threatened by how you're good you're doing like they're already good they're fine they're doing well the people that are trying to remind you how good they're doing all the projects they have going on but that's all we see by the right. way, is the people who are trying to remind you, hey, I have this, hey, I have that, hey, I'm doing this, hey, I'm doing it's that. It's just a fear. They're fearful. They're exactly. scared. Exactly. And so like that's what you got to stray away from is, is that. Um, but continue. Ever, no, I was going to say, like, have you ever tried 
this is me like my 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 therapeutic advice, right? I've been through years of therapy. Yeah. By the way, when I get to a therapist, I want them to be super mean to me. Is that normal? Oh, no, dude, super normal. I, you know I, say, I say that, but through my acting coach as well. Really? I want them to fucking rip me the shreds. Bro, I, like, I can't have someone that's throwing me softballs. No. I'm looking for give like- Give me a fucking curver. Give me a curveball. Throw a fastball throw, right at me. Throw it in my head. Please, I need it. I'm need not wearing one. a helmet. Hit me. <laughs> I need someone that's really hard on me. That's going to be like, Mike, what the- you saying, bro? Mm-hmm. Like, like you know, you're lying to yourself. Because here's the problem: if if I can get over on them, they're not a good therapist. Yeah. I need somebody that calls me out of my shit. And so, do you um do you ever challenge how you feel when you feel jealousy? Because oh yeah, it must be, dude. When I was moving to LA, this guy told me uh, how good he was doing, and I was like, you know what? I was I was I said to him, I'm practicing this new thing where I'm just honest about my feelings, and that's what I did. I said, I'm jealous of you. I admire the way you look. I'm jealous of your job. And I'm I'm just I'm I'm jealous of what you got going on. I wish I had that. And he said back to me, You're a little bitch. No, he said back to me. <laughs> he said, he, Fuck he, you, get out of here. He said back to me, like, I appreciate that nobody's honest about yeah. how jealous they are. Well, and it, and it worked. You and, and I, I have better. had conversations before where I've literally been like, Mikey, tell me how you're feeling. Yeah. I've I've uh, I've I've been like you. That's my biggest pet peeve is when people just don't tell me the truth. Yeah. I have a friend like that that does that and they just, you know, they'll bottle it all in and all of a sudden something seems off. Why? Why are you not like But it's like yeah. just always be honest. And what was your question before that? Re- remind me of it. No, I was just asking if you ever challenge your feelings and if you're ever – you, have you tried ever being brutally honest? Oh, yes. And that's with, with myself? Not even, sorry, actually, weirdly enough, so not with yourself because you're honest with yourself. You yeah. know your flaws better than anybody, yeah. right? You know the whole thing of like I'm I'm self aware to the point where it's a flawed self awareness. Yeah, like, I'm self aware to the point where I'm fucking beating myself. Well, think up. about what you just said. You're self aware to the point where you're flawed. So that means you're self aware about how self aware you are, which means you're fucked, right? Like, <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse. You're so neurotic. You're a lost cause, bro. How do we fix it? Well, here's how, Doctor Mike. Oh, has what some do we solutions. got? Number one. What are you prescribing me, Mike? I'm prescribing you a dose of honesty. <laughs> honesty, by the way, is the only thing known to combat jealousy. Now, mm. if you meet somebody and you are jealous of them, try a dose of honesty. Here's how it goes. Hi, Connor. Hi, Mike. I um I I, I just I'm curious, how's everything going in your world? It's probably oh, great, right? I'm thriving, dude. Okay. I'm I'm having an amazing time. How about yourself? I'm not doing so good. Really? That's it's very honest of you. Can you would you like to tell me? I'm 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 open and receptive to what you have to say because of how honest you were with me. I just I admire and I'm almost slightly jealous. Wow. Of how handsome and charming and wealthy and <laughs> wow. especially wealthy. How wealthy you are. Wow. I wish I had that. I wish you did too. But maybe, just maybe. When I leave this conversation, yes, I will feel unburdened by my jealousy rather than carry it with me all fucking day. And also, guess what? What? Now that I know that that's how you feel, right? I'm going to be more cautious with your feelings, and I'm not going to be talking about my money in front of you. But I will come up to you, and I will say, hi, Mike. It's good to see you, dude. How wow. have you been? So you don't live in LA. I imagine the scenario is happening somewhere else. <laughs> We're in Idaho. If it's LA, it's like, that's terrible. You feel horrible. <laughs> I'm I sorry that horrible. you feel like that. You have some crystals for yeah. that? 
Let me give you some. uh... It's either you're right. It's either crystals or it's like, oh, I'm so sorry. You don't feel good. Um, I didn't feel good. This one time I was shooting a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) And And I was throwing my guts up because I was so nervous. Yeah, I feel you. I totally relate to you. I I made $100 million. I was the same thing. I I made 17 (laughs) figures last year and it was less than my friends. I was so nauseous from how much money I was making. Dude, have you been on my private jet? Needs to be uh, redecorated. <laughs> Old school. Anyway, so honesty funny. is uh, is number one. So I think that you could probably like, and I'm sure that you are honest with yourself mm-hmm. and you're honest with the people directly in your life, but throw a fucking curveball, dude. Start being honest to strangers. When you meet oh. somebody and you're like, hey, I love the stuff you do, like come at it from a more honest way where it's more like, hey, I admire and almost wish I could be doing what you're doing and hope one day I can reach that point. I agree with you. There is also a point where you have to be kind of cautious of that because let's say you're at a a shindig and you're meeting someone new. You don't want to come off super strong and be like, I'm having a terrible time. This happened. This happened. You got to find the proper balance for that. That plays into point number two. And what is point number two, Mikey B? Point number two is to find something Mm – redeemable about yourself redeemable. something and you don't need to be the best at it but it's got to be the thing that you're best at mm. right take that thing and champion it so i'll give you an example i am not a good looking guy that's that's damn it <laughs> <laughs> but i'm great at getting people to make me feel better boom done <laughs> i'm not look, i'm not the best looking guy i know this these are these are things i'm aware of right i don't have the most money i don't know me how to either. cook I have a terrible spending habit. I, I waste money. That's not good, dude. In online gambling, thousands of dollars. A month or a day? A day. This is not good. No, I, I really I really do. I know my flaws, right? Mm-hmm. But I know there is something redeemable about mm-hmm. me, which is I think that I am a fun person to be around. I have a hard work ethic and I know how to be charming and, and, and sociable. Right. So for me- I lean into that, right? I, I lean into my my skills and that just makes me more confident. When you're confident about something, I feel like you compare yourself less. Reason being this. 100%. If I was to compare myself to somebody who's making millions of TikTok videos, whatever, they're making tons of money, that's great. But I could still feel re- resolved and sound in the fact that I have a good personality and yeah. success will come my way because of it. Exactly. So – that's my second like piece of advice for everyone listening and yourself. If you feel like you are lacking confidence or you're comparing too much, find something that you're better at that no one else is fucking good at. Yeah. I don't care what it is. Just mm-hmm. be good and lean into something good about yourself. And be humble about it too. Look, yeah, there's a, there, only, every once in a while. Look, there's this one, one thing that my friend, I'm going to say his name because the dude's a legend in our okay. friend group. He's amazing and we all love him. Nick. Galarza. Oh my God, bro. That guy is like there, leaking confidence. That man, there is this one, and Nick, I really hope you listen to our podcast, bro, because we would love your feedback. Um, but there is one thing that this man told me three years ago. Stuck with you. I still think about every single day. I love that shit. And um, it mainly portrays to me chasing an acting career, but you can also relate it to a piece of your life as well. Yeah. You will not be able to succeed in what you do unless you are confident before the success comes. 100%. For instance, 100%. as an actor, we get fired and hired and fired and hired. I've been out here for four years. Mm-hmm. Haven't booked the dream role yet. 
I know it's coming. But you've been fired. But I've been, I have been fired from a job. Not an acting job, but I have been fired before. But um, you could go four years without booking something. Yeah. Then guess what? You could go five years thriving off of an acting career. And then you could be bone dry for a year and a half. Bone Two dry. years. And if you are not confident in who you are and what you have to bring to the table, those two years could be the most terrible years of your life because you're beating yourself up. Same thing if you have a regular job. You could be um, thrive. You could, you could be not living the best life. You, you, you could not be doing the job you want to be doing right now. You could be working at a fucking warehouse. I feel like people right now that work in warehouses are like, oh, man. <laughs> Let me just emphasize I'm saying that because I used to work at a warehouse. Did you? I worked at uh, Target Distribution for two years, and high? I worked the night shift never saw anybody. It was terrible. That's, yeah. I feel like that's the example of what people use when life goes terribly wrong. <laughs> They're just like, dude, imagine like – you make the wrong move. You do drugs in high school, son. You can find yourself working at a Target distribution oh, warehouse God. in the night shift. <laughs> and then Connor's like, "Fuck, man! Like that's me. I'm that's doing me. that." No, I, I, I. But it's it's so true. So like, if you are not in the position you want to be in right now, first of all, I'm a massive believer. You know this in manifestation. Sure. Yeah. I'm a voodoo. Massive. I call that voodoo. Mikey calls it voodoo. Yeah, I don't believe. In, I believe in nothing higher than myself. It's funny because I made fun of crystals, like. One minute 20 ago. minutes ago, I have a shit ton of crystals in my room. You're <laughs> I'm a fucking hypocrite. I'm a, I'm a hypocrite. I was making fun of crystals because I love crystals. But um, <laughs> you're trying to you're trying to get people to sell them low so you can buy them. You're like, yeah, just sell those crystals. They're no good. And they're like on eBay. Like, let me get some. I'm like, crystals. oh my god, I just made a killing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he gives you this advice. He gives me this advice. But so, have you taken it? Yeah, but that's what I, I've been working on, bro. When he told me that, I was actually very confident, and I was like, dude, I know. I, I agree. You were confident, yeah. I, I, when Nick told me that story, I related to it because I was living it. Yeah. I was like, dude, I'm confident as it comes. I am as confident as it comes. But guess what? Just like money, confidence comes and goes, bro. You could be living uh, in a low point and you forget what it's like to be where you want. And that's yeah. when comparison starts. And that's why I'm that's actually, saying- That's an amazing point. It, it's, it's true, bro. I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but yeah. like- and that's something I'm dealing with now, just to like not talk about me, but to talk about me. Um, I I look back a year ago, some would say my prime. I've referred to it. This man refers to his prime very often. The man's 27. He's still in his <laughs> But when I was 26 or early 27, I was crushing it. Look, I've gained like 25 pounds, right? I uh, My hair's not looking great. I am a terrible lover. Uh, <laughs> it's like I, I refer to my prime – because I look back and I was skinnier, I was tan, I was happy, whatever. But I now, sound hot, bro. What? You were hot. I was I was hot. People would see me and go, whoa. That, that man's guy, hot. He's not bad. <laughs> now they see me and they're like, oof, that guy, he's not bad. Lose the pork grinds, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Like it, so I, I, I've lost that sense of confidence that I used to have. And it was in everything in my life. Like it was in work. It was in dating. It was in... Just the, the swagger that I had. Bro, I, I felt like I was on top of the world. Mm. And it's got nothing to do with the external, really. Like, obviously, the pandemic. Like, yeah, I mean, the um, pandemic's been hard. All these things, all like, are, are they all levy on me but a little bit, but they're, they're, it's all internal. I just feel like a worse version of myself. And so when you say it ebbs and flows, I get it because it really does. Mm-hmm. And right now, I don't know which one ebbing or flowing means, to be honest with you, but I'm, I'm doing one of them. How do you even spell those? 
That's not, my question. That's where trying. I'm stuck. I'm not trying. I'm not trying. I would. I get it wrong. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I hear you, and I, I imagine that people listening, our viewers, are probably more in the uh, in the latter category with the the flowing. Right, <laughs> things were good. If you're watching this podcast, things were good at one point. Yeah, you looked around. You're like, this life I've built, it's not bad. Not bad at all. But now, if you're watching this podcast and you're in your lowest of lows, something has gone terribly wrong. You've made a wrong turn somewhere, and guess what? That path was not to Albuquerque. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> filled with corn husks. You can't see a thing. <laughs> you're stuck. And uh, and it's it's fine because I think that there is a return to greatness. Right? Like there yeah, is absolutely. So, with all that being said. But that comes, sorry, not to cut you off. Yeah. That, that return comes with learning yourself. You cannot have that return unless yeah. you learn the lesson. I was just having a conversation with my roommates last night. We all went out. We got a little drunk. It was a good time. Love it. Um, we got in this What did you guys drink? Uh, I had some old fashioned. Nice. I love old fashioned. It's, it's my classy, favorite drink. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's my go-to. For a non-confident man, that is a very a confident, confident drink. drink. <laughs> because I know I have the potential. And that's yeah. the funny part is you know what you have to offer. Yeah. If you're not tapping into it, you're not vibrating at the frequency. And like not to get into that side, but it's so true. I, I'm a massive I, – I believe in God. I am a mess. I love God. Excuse <laughs> me, sorry. But, fake. <laughs> fake, all fake. But totally I'm fake. also massively into energy and being on your frequency. And if there, it's so true. If you're not vibrating – at a frequency, right. you are not going to be doing the things that you want to do. And it's all baby steps. But right. I was talking with my roommates last night and we were just saying how each person that is in your life right now, you notice it goes with the confidence, it goes with not the confidence, but like um, you notice that there are some friends that are, are constant in your life, but they're very like, Right, so I they call come, this fair go. weather ass bitches. Yeah, fair weather ass <laughs> my bitches. Term. It's a nice term, um, but it's because in certain moments of your life, there are people that you have to be surrounded by. Right. So, for instance, there are there are pieces of me that my roommate is missing. Right. In herself, that she sees and she wants to be around me because she feels like she's getting that back. There are moments in my other roommate that I see that I'm missing that. And it's like the people that you're surrounded by are people that need to be in your life because they're here to teach you lessons of what you need to learn. And so I feel like once you get that full circle, it helps connect the dots and it helps lead you to a very confident path. I mean, you you don't know how dope you are. You really are. You no, all have something to You are offer. incredible. You're incre- I'm looking at Mike's camera now. You're That's incredible. Not you're incredible. At something. You're not good at a lot You're not of good stuff. at a... Look, I'm looking at you. You know who you are. You're you not good at a lot of stuff. But there is that one thing that you're fucking great at. Or you better fucking good enough that it's worth trying. Exactly. I think ultimately, at the end of the day, just to kind of close it out, um, we are in a world right now that is so personal. Mm. It's so personal. Everything that you're seeing is such a reflection of what everyone else wants you to see. And so it feels so intimate, right? I see people getting surgery or, I mean, even um, what's her name, right? Had a miscarriage and then she, um, mm. John, who's John Legend's wife again? Um, oh, I forget. Carol, what's John Legend's wife? Chrissy, Chrissy Teigen, right? Chrissy Teigen has a miscarriage. She posted about it. That's beautiful that she feels the ability to do that. So it's just a testament to how personal this is all getting, but you can't forget mm. that a lot of it it's just magic. It's just like smoke and mirrors and people making you see what they want you to see. And so you have the beauty in it, 
which is the honesty, which is the rawness, which is the stuff like Chrissy Teigen does. But then you also have the other stuff, which is like people using, uh, back in my day, it was called Pick Monkey. You could edit all your pictures. What's mm-hmm. it called? Facetune. I think I remember Facetune. That. Yeah, it was the OG one. Uh, now it's like people that use Facetune and filters and and put captions. And it's just, you know, you've heard, the, it's so generic to say, but it's like the highlight reel. And I think just remembering that, being honest with that, and like one, like, being honest with the people that you surround yourself with and how you're feeling and being honest with yourself in that regard. And then two, just leaning into the thing that you feel confident about will make you stronger and will help you overcome this entirely new digital landscape that we're all still trying to figure the fuck out. Yeah. It's still so new, bro. I agree with you, Mikey. I agree. So I would say my, uh, I'm going to prescribe you something, right? I already gave you the- You're uh, prescribing it to me. Well, I gave you- to it's like I gave you- I, Oh, let's prescribe to everybody then, right? Because I gave Connor his, his ointment, right? He's, I got my ointment. I'm, I'm rubbing it. it. So now I got to give him the antibiotics, right? If you're out there and you find yourself comparing, I want you to try to ask yourself what it is about that person that you're attracted to. Mm. Why do you find yourself in competition with them? Yeah. Is it the way that they look? Is it the life that they're portraying? Like, what is it? Just be honest. For me, I would look at somebody, oh, I want I want to make as many movies as they're making. I'm 27. I haven't made a movie yet. I feel pathetic for that. But then be honest with yourself and say to yourself, well, one, what life am I not seeing? Yeah. And two, what did it take them to get there? And three, what does it cost me to just be happy? Use, that? A, use it as rocket fuel. Yeah. You got to use it as rocket fuel because, I, I mean, that's going to help boost. And you are who you surround yourself by. And, and I'm surrounded by Connor, so I'm fucked. <laughs> Good luck, Mikey. No, I, I agree, Mikey. I think that's great advice, bro. And I'm going to take that prescription. I hope everyone else is going to take that prescription. And, and I will too. Yeah, you, you, you know, should, man. I'm, I'm, I'm looking mean, at Connor's pictures late at night. Who wouldn't so. want to be Connor Stoops? Anyway, guys, um, to no. end it on a high note, though. Yeah, let's go. We got something, right? We, we, got all got, something. we all got that magic inside of us. Lean the fuck into it. Oh. Stop complaining. Lean the fuck into it. Stop complaining. Guys, this is the Woes of Bros podcast. Thank you. Thank you for watching. We're so happy that you guys are listening. We're here. You're doing one thing right. You're not doing a lot of things right, but there is one thing that you're doing right. And listen to this podcast. Listen to this awesome. That's your ability. Thank you. <laughs> Thank have you a guys. Great night. I hope you all have a great night. Thank you, you so much. Mm-hmm.